are we there yet? We've highlighted some of the exciting things happening within transportation mobility, innovations within autonomous vehicle technologies, electric vehicles, innovations within aviation, drones, robots, submarines, space exploration. But there's in fact an area within transportation mobility that we haven't yet covered, and that's hot air balloons. Hot air ballooning has always fascinated me. Uh, it's an incredible sport. It's an incredible way to move around the world. And so very much looking forward to today's episode uh, where we speak with the leader within the hot air balloon industry, Cameron Balloons. This is a special company that's been around for over 50 years. They are the world's favorite brand of hot air balloons and in fact are the only brand that can claim to have traveled around the world not only once, but twice. And so really excited for today's episode, highlighting Cameron Balloons. And here today to speak with us from Cameron is Sean Rea. Sean, hello, and welcome to Are We There Yet? Hello, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you? Great, thank you for having me. Well, I've become quite a fan of Cameron Balloons since meeting just a few weeks ago. And so I have lots of fun questions to ask you today. But for our audience members out there that aren't yet familiar with Cameron Balloons, would you mind uh, telling us a little bit more about the company? Absolutely. Cameron Balloons started about 52 years ago. Uh, we, As you mentioned, we're leading cutting edge of hot air balloons. Uh, hot air balloons is the uh, oldest form of aviation that's out there. And we're proud to continue that tradition of evolving and building balloons, uh, making them safer and uh, better. Yeah. Yeah, well, definitely doing that. I, I've really enjoyed learning um, uh, about uh, some of your, your latest models and technology innovations within hot air balloons, uh, but I understand it's not not even limited to just that. Have, have a few um, other uh, options and, and, and types of, uh, of, of vehicles that you offer, so really excited to learn a little bit more about that. And I understand, too, that there's uh, just some incredible records and, and achievements that the organization uh, has achieved to date, so really excited to, to talk a little bit more about that, too. And um, I understand also that, that you're kind of gearing up uh, for a big event uh, th this weekend, as I understand. You mind telling us a little bit more about where you're headed this weekend? Yes. Uh, yeah. The Balloon Federation of America, the BFA, uh, is an organization within ballooning for uh, sport pilots to go out and test their skills. We go out three to five miles, fly into a field in the center of an X, or center of the field is an X, and we try to throw a marker as close to the center of the X as can be. And this coming week in Longview, Texas, is the U.S. Nationals, uh, where they take the top 50 pilots from the U.S. to compete to possibly qualify for the world championships. Wow. Very exciting. And so I, I, I imagine Cameron Balloons is well represented uh, with, with the competition, have quite a few uh, of your balloons uh, competing this year, I'm sure. Yes, uh, we have several balloons, not only the balloons, but we uh, make the targets that are placed on the ground and uh, the uh, scoring devices, the baggies that are thrown from the balloon to uh, the center of the X. Wow. Wow. Very good. I understand, too, this is this is kind of kicking off uh, the, the season within uh, hot, hot air ballooning. Is, is that right? Uh, it is the beginning of the season. We've already had three or four events that have taken place. Mm -hmm. uh, and we go through a national eligibility 
list. So you have to attend all these little events to qualify for the U.S. Nationals. Uh, and that puts it into a eligibility list, and they take the top 50 to qualify for the Nationals. But since Nationals are early this year, you're taking uh, the eligibility list from last year to qualify for this year's Nationals. Okay. In, in terms of some of the individuals um, that are that are some of the top you know performers within Nationals, uh, do you find that as with other sports, are there are there kind of superstars, uh, you know, individuals that have won, you know, multiple times over the year, or uh, is it, uh, uh, you know, kind of kind of anyone's, uh, uh, you know, to to win kind of each year with with different people kind of taking some of the titles? I'd love to learn a little bit more about that. There are uh, three family names that have been pretty dominant in the U.S. Nationals: uh, the Hartzels, the Donners, and the Petrins. And those three, uh, they're, they're brothers or father and son for the Hartzels, and they have been very good and tough uh, to even crack the top three, let alone uh, make the podium. Wow. What, what separates uh, the, the, the families apart from, from some of the other competitors? What, what, what makes them so good? I'm sure they have kind of different skill sets, but anything that kind of comes to mind that kind of separates them from the field? They just have the natural talent. You can put them in any balloon and uh, they can compete uh, just as well as anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, that's really exciting. I'll be, be watching closely uh, to the event this weekend and, and some of the other events uh, coming up um, within the industry. So really excited to, to see that. Um, one, one other thing that I just am, am so impressed with is that Cameron Balloons is, is not only um, the, the, the first uh, to fly uh, around the world, uh, but the only to, to have done it twice. Do you mind telling us a little bit more about, about some of those incredible achievements? Well, we, that's our sister company over in England. Uh, and basically, uh, the Fosters and the big names have come up with these achievements and breaking goals and records. Uh, and we have the technology to provide to them the safety and uh, allow them to be able to perform these tasks. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Well, what are some of the, the innovations? I know I've learned that, um, you know, there, there's there's a lot uh, of different models within hot air ballooning and, and balloons kind of appropriate for for different things or different types of competition. And, and just the same, of course, kind of special balloons for these types of around the world uh, journeys. I'd, I'd, you know, fitting within kind of the Are We There Yet series, I, I really enjoy learning about some of the cutting edge you know, technologies and, and products um, with, within industries. It, when you look back over, you know, what, whatever the period may be, maybe five, 10 years, you know, what are, what are some of kind of the cutting edge, you know, innovations uh, such, such as you mentioned here with uh, collaboration with the sister company? What are some of the things, you know, on the technology product side, maybe that you're especially excited about looking, looking over the past couple of years? Well, in order to achieve going around the world, uh, you need a combination of a hot air balloon and a, captive balloon. Uh, so we called it the rosy air balloon. And you are taking a captive balloon. And during the day when it's warm out, the helium that is in there is expanded. When at night it starts to cool, it starts to contract. So that's when you have the hot air balloon that is on the outside of it that is heating the air inside of the balloon to keep that captive balloon expanded. Uh, you don't use as many as much fuel 
uh, and you can go a greater distance because of that. Only control in a balloon we have is up and down. Left and right depends on the winds, and the speed depends on the winds. So we're trying to get into that jet stream that will take us around the world when we're trying to achieve this. You talk about getting into that that jet uh, stream. I, I noticed that that within one of your uh, around the world uh, flights, uh, uh, hit speeds of over two hundred miles an hour. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And in a balloon, when you're going with the wind, you don't feel it. So mm-hmm. you know you're moving fast by GPS and all, and and you're thousands of feet up in the air. Uh, you need oxygen to get up to those altitudes. A uh, Pilot needs oxygen at 14.5, so 14,500 feet. So uh, in order to be up there, you're, you're using oxygen. There's special uh, oxygen feeding to the pilot lights on the burners. Uh, there's a lot of electronics that go into this and uh, safety aspects. Yeah, I can imagine. Kind of speaking about uh, safety, you mentioned that, and I know that that is is such a, a priority of of Cameron Balloons. Um, what are some of the things on on the safety side? Maybe it's products or technologies, or you know, just kind of best practices. But what are some of the things that that Cameron Balloon uh, offers in in terms of just ensuring the the safety of its uh, of its pilots and and passengers? Anytime there's any changes, we go through a rigorous test of all of our equipment. We uh, test the fabric, test whatever is new that's out there that might be advantageous for us to use. Uh, But we also put in other safety uh, aspects to building things so that if there's something that fails, there's a backup. Our burners uh, have two burners built into one. So you have a liquid uh, burner and then a burner that also runs off of the vapor that runs it through the coils. So if one fails, you have a backup. And I currently fly with two burners, so I actually have four burners above my head. Hmm. And the liquid burner, if you ever attend a balloon event, when we stand up the balloons at night and make them light up and glow, we use our liquid burners because that's a yellower fr- uh, flame and it's not as hot as the, the main burner. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow. Another innovation I was really curious to, to learn more about is your, your nano basket. Uh, do you mind telling us a little bit more about that? Well, um, hot air ballooning is always based on temperature, weight, and the uh, amount of weight you can carry with the size balloon you have. So, Go into lighter baskets, lighter equipment, lighter tanks is advantageous to lower the temperature in the balloon. We don't like to exceed 250 degrees in the top of the balloon. So the hotter the day, the more weight you're carrying, the hotter the balloon is. Interesting. Yeah. Um, another thing uh, that, that that I didn't realize and just uh, to, until recently is is that in addition to uh, the hot air balloons, uh, you you offer quite a few different different types um, and and models uh, airships for for example. Do you mind maybe speaking to you know um, not just just hot air balloons but but some of the other models and and, and types that you offer? 
Well, in the U.S. here, we mainly offer the hot air balloons. Mm -hmm. uh, our sister company, they offer many other options mm -hmm. and all. Um, for us, we have several different models. As you see over my head here, uh, we have a racer, a concept, a Z-type, an N-type, and an A-type. Uh, so for hot air ballooning, it all depends on what you're doing. If you're giving rides, if you're competing, if you're advertising, and we allow you to choose which balloon you want for those specific purposes. And not only that, within that various series, we have different sizes, depending on how much weight you want to carry, how many passengers you want to take, uh, and what altitude you're flying at. The altitude really uh, determines how much that balloon can carry as well. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Could, could you give us an, an idea? I'm just, just very curious, but in terms of some of the different models of, of hot air balloons uh, for someone that wants to get into the sport, maybe has taken uh, you know, some, some lessons and uh, um, has, has kind of familiarized uh, the, themselves uh, with, with the sport and is kind of ready to purchase a balloon, um, what, uh, what, what's kind of a starting point, um, you know, for an individual, uh, uh to, to purchase a, a hot air balloon from Cameron balloons? Yes. So, um, a typical balloon, the perfect size for somebody getting into ballooning. If you want to have a variation of flying by yourself or taking one or two people, uh, is a 90,000 cubic foot balloon. So we, uh, we have a Z 90, and this balloon could take two pl people plus a pilot. It allows you to have turning vents so you can rotate that balloon uh, so that you're oriented in the basket as you're flying. Uh, or if you, even if you have advertisement on the side of the balloon. Our Z-Series allows for a smooth gore-to-gore, -gore, which is your, pan your lines that run up and down the side of the balloon. Uh, to be as smooth transition as can be so that your advertisement doesn't have any breaks from different angles. Mm -hmm. And uh, most people like the 90 for flying in the Midwest, and uh, it allows you to fly out west uh, at higher altitudes as well. Do you find you mentioned the advertising? Most people um, that that are, are purchasing a, a, a balloon or involved in the industry are are, are they um, you know doing it largely kind of for the the advertising um, com component uh, of it? I mean, I'm sure it's a mix of people's kind of different interests, but uh, you you mentioned the advertising. Is that kind of one of the primary you know uses for for balloons that that you find working with with clients? Yes, uh, commercial hot air ballooning has exploded, uh, especially since the pandemic. Hmm. And uh, during the pandemic, you couldn't shoot a video, you couldn't shoot commercials. So they were coming up with creative ways of advertising. Hmm. What, what's a better way to advertise than put your name on the side of a balloon and uh, bring it to different balloon events? Not only that, these balloon events are attracting thousands of people with their phones and social media you can't buy that type of advertisement. So uh, families are taking pictures of your balloon and making it a household name. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, what a, what a creative way um, for for advertising, and what a great kind of kind of audience and community I would imagine at at some of these festivals. Um, what uh, I, and it seems like there is a, a real community within the the industry when when you talk about the upcoming nationals events and and some of the other events um, you know coming up this year. It, it seems like there's a real 
community within uh, hot air ballooning that seems to really come together at, at some of these events throughout the country. Would you mind telling us a little bit uh, about the about the community? Well, uh, we're a tight knit community. Um, it's it, it, after a long winter, it's like a family reunion. You go to <laughs> different balloon events and you see your friends and family that you haven't seen all year long. Uh, it is a family sport. My brother-in-law flies. My dad taught me how to fly. Uh, so it, it is a small niche group, uh, but we all enjoy uh, each other as friendships, and then we all enjoy the camaraderie in the competitions. That's really interesting. How, how did you get into, uh, you, you mentioned your, your dad taught you how to fly. So it sounds like something, you know, early on that you were kind of exposed to it, but um, how, how did you get in the industry and why are you so uh, passionate about it? Well, I, I grew up with it. My dad uh, was approached by his company to fly for them advertising. And uh, we had three balloons growing up. I've been in the sport since 1983 and I received my student pilot's license when I was 14, my wow. private pilot's license when I was 16, and my commercial pilot's license when I was 18, which is the youngest for each of those licenses. Wow. And um, one unique thing about ballooning is when you're up in the air, it's just you and Mother Nature. So you get away from the world's problems. You uh, forget about whatever you had going on that day and it's just you and mother nature you mind telling me about last time you were you were in a hot air balloon what 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 did you do where where did you go uh well i run two events uh and the past two weekends uh frankenmuth and carson city uh last time i was in a balloon was uh saturday morning uh just three days ago and uh i was uh competing against my friends yeah. Yeah. Wow. How, how long is, 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 is a typical trip? I mean, on, on, on average, you know, aside from maybe a competition or something like that, but when an individual's, you know, hopping in a hot air balloon, maybe just, just for fun to uh, kind of escape the world for a little bit, as you describe what, what's typical flight time? Well, a typical flight time is about an hour, but okay. there's a lot of prep time. There's uh, because we are so weather oriented, we have to call flight service. We're checking the weather before, uh, you have to make sure your tanks are fueled, that your system is ready to go. Uh, once you get out, meet your passengers or go out to the launch area, you have to set up. We inflate the balloon, stand it up, check everything, make sure the rigging is all right and not twisted, and then we can take off. We're up in the air for about an hour. Could be a little less, could be a little more, just depending on the conditions what you have for landing spots because the only control you have is up and down left and right depends on the winds and the speed depends on the winds. So you can go to different altitudes to try to steer uh, or get over into an open area. Uh, then you land. Uh, it's about time to pack up and that pack up can take up to a half hour depending on the size of the balloon and type of crew you have. You have a vehicle that's following you to pick you up. So hopefully they're there when you land. Uh, and then uh, you go back and you have to refuel. Mm -hmm. So the whole process could be three to four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
I'd love to hear about, you know, maybe just a, a memorable experience that you had, maybe just on a kind of an extra special flight or um, maybe a, a flight within a competition or, or something like that. You mind sharing maybe a memorable experience uh, of, of a flight that you had one time in a, in a balloon? Well, uh, ballooning is the safest form of aviation. And most memorable flight for me was my wife, my uh, six-month-old son, and my father were all up in the balloon. So we had three generations of rayas up in the air. And uh, just being able to share that experience with my son, who is now 20 years old and learning how to fly, uh, has been a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Had three generations in, in, in a hot air balloon. That's that's really yes. special. Yeah. You, you mentioned your son. uh, uh uh, very much in, in, in the sport as well. And, and for you, it was one that, um, you know, uh, your, your father taught, taught you how to fly, um, you know, 2023, um, you know, looking into the future, are, are you finding that there's kind of a, kind of a new kind of a next generation that, uh, is, is, is getting passionate about the sport kind of continue with, with the legacy that, that you and your father and others, for example, have, have kind of set. Well, ballooning, uh, is getting older. Uh, we're trying to come up with different ways of uh, getting the younger generation in there. And there is uh, some up-and-coming new pilots, which is great to see. Uh, the Great Texas Balloon Race has promoted Young Guns, and it's running in parallel with the U.S. Nationals and the Great Texas Balloon Race. So there's three events going on all at once. And the Young Guns has done a great job at promoting and getting young uh, pilots interested in the sport and compete as well. Yeah, that's great to hear. Great to hear. And I'm proud to hear that there's some some big things happening uh, in, in Texas with, within the sport. You mentioned uh, the upcoming festival here. and. Great to hear that about the, uh, the the Texas balloon race as well and the Young Guns program. So sounds like Texas very very much uh, is is into hot air ballooning. Yes, uh, the, the two gentlemen down there, the Bussies brothers, who have been in ballooning for years, uh, has done a great job of promoting and bringing uh, the fun and competition out of ballooning, and uh, has you know, helped Cameron balloons along the way of selling balloons for pilots that want to get into competition. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Wow. Good to hear. Um, I know that, that as a result of, of our conversation uh, today, Sean, there, there's going to be a lot of individuals and, and companies out there that are going to be really excited to learn more about Cameron balloons and explore opportunities to work with you. Do you mind uh, directing audience members uh, to your website where they can learn more about the company? Yeah, uh, www.cameronballoons.com. Uh, we're here in Ann Arbor, Dexter, Michigan. And just Google Cameron Balloons and give me a call if you have any questions. Sounds great. Well, very good. Well, well Sean, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to talk today. This has been a lot of fun uh, for me to, to learn a little bit more about the industry and, and especially Cameron Balloons. So really appreciate you taking uh, the, the time to talk. Thanks. Absolutely, thank you.